welcome to the Wealthy Homes Podcast, where we help young Michigan families manage their finances and create wealth. I'm your host, Connor Bowserman, financial advisor with Preferred Financial Group. All right, we're back with another episode of the Wealthy Homes Podcast. Again, my name is Connor Bowserman, financial advisor with Preferred Financial Group. And coming to you in this episode, I'm going to be doing something I don't typically do all that often, um, and that's going to be looking backwards. And I know back into my track days, that was something that I harped on other people and something I've heard for for years and years, and that was to not look back. And why? Because it causes you to slow down in where you're going. And I never really ever did look back. The only time I ever did look back was a couple of times in some of the biggest races I've been in that there was a big screen on the camera. And so just by looking up at the screen, which I wasn't technically looking back, I was able to see behind me, which was really cool. But I don't typically look back very often. And and I, again, for, for good reason. But sometimes when you do look back, you look back for the good times. And as we're closing out 2023 and going into 2024, I wanted to look back on some of the great things that happened in this podcast. And I wanted to say thank you to all the guests that had come on this podcast. I think I was around 20-ish for the year of 2023, which was great. It was almost every other episode, which was really cool. And I continue to want to improve that to where it's even more guests that are on this podcast because let's be frank, you don't want to listen to me all the time. So having more guests on the podcast will be a a great information and, and great content entertainment for you. And Again, I wanted to go back to 2023 and look at all the great things that people brought to this podcast. Not only did you get great content on building wealth and managing your finances and all the things that come into that, but if you've been listening to this podcast for any time now, you remember that the last question I ask people is, what's one piece of advice you'd give another young family? I think it's such a cool question because it can be literally anything for anybody and it could be how they're feeling. It could be if they want to be something in their industry or it's completely outside of that. But a lot of time when I'm going through that question is it always came back to the family. What? Why are they doing what they're doing? Why are they making the sacrifices they're making? And, and of course, there was a couple of different ones that were random or had some bit of information or, you know, tidbits of advice. But a lot of it came back to the family, and I thought that was so cool. And for a lot of you, you probably haven't listened to every episode, and I completely understand things get busy. I don't listen to even some of my favorite podcasts as well just because uh, the timing of everything. But just so you didn't miss the great tidbits of information, I'm going to dedicate this podcast to all of the great people who have been on and answered that question. So over the next couple of minutes, I'm just going to have all of the different episodes and different people that have been on this podcast and their answers to that question of what is one piece of advice you would give another young family. So we're going to hear from our first guest, which is Ryan Underhill, which was in episode four. Yeah, you made me cry now. I'm an emotional dude. So what I have realized with my daughter, Henry hasn't been around too long, so he got got hauled me for the past couple of weeks, is just embrace the time you have. I'm everywhere all the time. I appreciate everything my wife does for me to let me do those things. But when I am with uh, with them, 
I try to engage as much as I can. And it's hard at times, especially the past couple of uh, months doing this to, you know, put my phone down, not check my emails, not check my incoming calls, those kind of things, but just to focus on them and, you know, just be a part. I, I always love to have those core memories to just doing activities with her and, and, and taking her places and doing new things and being as engaged as possible when I'm, when I'm there because I am everywhere all the time. And when I try to be with when I am with them, I try to walk it as much as I can. This was Kyle McGann in episode five. Being consistent in everything that you do, coming home to your spouse, try to stay consistent. Try to have your schedule consistent. Try to have your budget consistent and your expectations consistent. Because I think that that's something that I have done well in my life and it keeps me level-headed. It keeps things from kind of going off the rails because we do things. We, we say that we're going to do things and we do them consistently. And I think that really, really leads to good things. And you can extrapolate that to any part of your life, but just, I would say, consistency. This was Pat and James Gilbert in episode six. You know, getting a little bit older, enjoy each phase of your life. When you start out, it's uh, so different. Once you're married, then if you start having kids, these chapters are all new and exciting, but they come with a cost, uh, not only financially, but of your time. So just enjoy each stage and learn to just lean into it and enjoy the time that you have. And part of that is, and the enjoyment of is, if you are married, you're a team with your spouse, be a team in the investment side too, your financial side, both sharing it, both know what's going on. But just enjoy uh, life and what it brings to you. This world has a lot of great things to offer. And one of them is, you know, spending time with those you love. And so just enjoy that time and uh, mature through it. And you're going to come out at the end when you retire. If you follow these guidelines, that we talked about today, you're going to have money to retire on, to travel and do fun things. You can look back on your life and see all the trials you went through, all the joys, and it's going to be a great journey for you. So keep positive. Life can be difficult at times, especially for younger people as uh, things change. But uh, just keep positive, keep disciplined in all the things that you do, and you're going to end up looking back on your life with a smile on your face. That's great advice. Mm-hmm. That happens over <laughs> 50, 50 50, years of life. 58 years now of life, yeah. Well, I don't have quite that. Uh, I have 32 years of experience. But yeah, kind of to to your point, Dad, that there's been, and I'm no different than anybody else, I've had ups and I've had downs in my life. There's no mountain, I guess, that's too high that you can't get over, even though, like I said, I've only been on this planet for 32 years. there's, There's always something better on the other side of whatever you're going through. I heard a saying the other the other day and it's it stuck with me and, and, and I really enjoy it that there's the mountaintops and then the valleys, but the growth only happens in the valley. And you have to go through the valley to get to the mountaintop. So kind of to your point, Dad, there's going to be trials, there's going to be uh, some rough seas, but if you stay disciplined and you put your head down and go through it, you'll see that eventually it'll be worth it. This is Gavin Homer in episode eight. I don't know if I can offer the best advice to a family just because I don't have a young family yet, but to a a kid coming out of college right now, you know, I would say first of all, first off is just start weighing your options before you actually graduate because there's a lot to do out there in the world and there's a lot of ways to make money, but 
there's only a few ways to make money while having fun doing it. So mm-hmm. start to weigh your options early on before you graduate, you know, get, get ahead of the ball way before, way before you're actually done with school. Because once you graduate, you know, the real world can sneak up and it hits you pretty quickly. So talk to professionals. If you're interested in a certain industry, maybe just reach out. Everybody's open to talking to people. I know from my specific position or standpoint is if a young person reached out to me, I've got some jobs and tasks that I could definitely use a hand in, you know, and then just giving right. somebody that opportunity to immerse themselves in that field before they actually commit to it, um, I think is beneficial. That and just from a financial standpoint, you know, start saving from when you're super young. If you're a high school kid listening to it, start saving money right now and putting it away. This is Sandy Derby in episode 10. I think it's very important for young families to have someone that they trust to communicate with, professional relationships. I know that there's an awful lot of stuff available online, but I think it's very important that you have a relationship with someone that is a financial professional who can guide you through Mm -hmm. each of the stages of life. So find someone who's willing to work with you now when you don't have a lot of money and, and maintain that relationship through all the life changes that you're going to go through. This is Marie Davis in episode 11. I would say cherish the time you have as a family and spend as much time with each other as you can because that that is the emotional gold. That's, mm-hmm. that's really what you want to treasure and pile up. This is Chris McLatcher in episode 20. Wow. Of course, I'm trying to think of a good answer there. The uh, one bit of advice, if you can work it out where if both spouses are working, if you can live off of one paycheck and put the other paycheck in the bank, then you are so far ahead of the game. And that's kind of actually the recommendation I give to young families now. This is Esther and Ryan from episode 21. To a young family, um, like a married family? Yep. Well... I would, I doesn't have anything to do with real estate. Prioritize your marriage. It's a big deal and you need to work on it. You need to have the same dreams and goals going in, Mm -hmm. the same values going in, things like that. I'll add in real estate related advice. Real estate, as we've been talking, is a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Where else can you use other people's money in the industry? We call the OPM, OPM, other people's money to leverage long-term wealth for your family. So jump in no matter what the market is, no matter what the interest rate is, this is long-term. And I think any family can benefit from that. But why wouldn't you? If you're paying the same amount of money to a landlord, you might as well be paying yourself in long-term, long-term goals. And Nate Bauman from episode 22. So I think this is a a great one. I, I love being able to help younger families. I think I think you can make such an impact there and, and really set a good trajectory. So I've got a, a sticky note that I've had on my computer screen for a long, long time, and it's got three simple words, and that's strategy, process, and discipline. And discipline is one of the words we use a lot in our investment committee, but it, I think it falls into the financial planning side as well. I think for young families to say, all right, let's let's set up our strategy, right? Let's talk with, with Connor. Let's get the strategy. Let's get our process for how we're going to save and where we're going to save. And then let's be disciplined to do it. 
So in our investment committee, we talk about discipline a lot, saying, hey, if the markets are doing really, really well, we need to be disciplined and not greedy. Mm-hmm. And in the very same vein, if markets are struggling and we feel like we've never been here before, be disciplined that the strategy we're currently working on, if that's what the whole investment committee has agreed to, this is where we this is where we stick. Right. And so I my advice to to young families is just discipline. Have the process and then be disciplined to stick to the process because at the end of the day, when you're ready to retire or whatever your your mm-hmm. financial planning goal is, that's what's gonna get you there. And I think too often people try to overthink it or mm-hmm. or make it more complicated than it has to be. Kyle Frizzell in episode twenty five. I would say invest early and often. Don't live beyond your means and put the money that you're making and you have left over into investments, whether it be stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, real estate, crypto, whatever you're into, just put it somewhere and let it let it go to work. Because obviously I'm a big believer in compounding interest and uh, the later you start, the worse the results are. So mm-hmm. I would say invest in whatever way you understand. I would say that's the biggest thing. Don't put your money into something that somebody says is good. If you can't wrap your head around it and you don't understand it and you don't believe in it, don't invest in it. Even though uncle, you know, Chuck is telling you, Hey, you need to buy Apple stock. Well, if you don't believe in Apple stock and you don't believe in the growth and you don't believe in the business, there's tons and tons of businesses and, and markets to invest in. Pick one that you believe in and, and you trust and, just invest. Jessica Brandau in episode 26. You know, um, I mean, I kind of touched on on it a little bit already, but I really think that it's, it's never too early to have an estate plan, at least to have something, you know, basic. A lot of people, especially younger people, I think, you know, oh, I don't own a house or I don't have a whole lot of assets, so Mm -hmm. I don't really need it. But you know, if you start really thinking about it, where would you want your money to go to if something were to happen to you? And if it's not you know, to your parents, then you need to have an estate plan because that's what the law says. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I really think that that's, I think everybody needs an estate plan. I think everybody can benefit from, from at least having the discussion with an estate planning attorney. We have Nate Hicks in episode 30. You know, for me, man, like purpose has been like really laid on my heart for like my lifetime. It seems like, like I've struggled to find purpose. And I, I was working for this, this old, you know, I told you I was working for a corporate company for six years. I really, I mean, it was a good, it was a good career job. Mm-hmm. I was making good money, company truck, everything, benefits, everything you could think of. It was a great job. And I just had no purpose. I, I didn't feel like every day when I woke up, like I had purpose mm-hmm. and that that's like been my prayer too, like in the last decade, like There'd be times where I was really low and I'd get on my hands and knees and I'd be like, God, it's almost like for a movie, you know, like, right. you, where do you turn? Like, I, I'm so low on like, what am I doing in life? Like, what am I, I'm just sitting here turning my wheels, you know, all this being said, like my, my prayer would be like, God, like use me for whatever it is that you made me to do it. I know this ain't it. Mm-hmm. I know you got me here for a reason. So yep. I'm trying to learn what I'm, you know, whatever I may be doing right now in life, like I'm trying to learn whatever it is that, you know, I'm supposed to be learning because I do believe that God's got you where he wants you for a reason. However, I just knew that I was just purposeless, just hated it. Absolutely just didn't like it. And 
I guess that's my piece of advice is like, find out what it is that you're made to do. Like you are absolutely innately made to do something specific. Yeah. You, you have a purpose in life. And when you find that, man, it is so cool. I mean, it is like you wake up with a vengeance. Like today I'm going to do, oh man, like it's going <laughs> to happen today. You know, like you almost like get excited about it. And like, for me, that has been like, I've been really open about that. Like that, that was always been my prayer was like, just find out like no excuses, like right. find out what it is that you're supposed to do. You know what it is. Everybody kind of knows like, man, like I've always wanted to kind of try this or that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like that thing, that thing that you think about every once in a while and maybe sometimes it keeps you up at night, like that thing. Yeah. That is the thing that you're made to do. And that's my, that that's, that's my recommendation. It's like, for me, it has been a life changing, absolutely yeah. life changing. And Caleb Grummet in episode 31. So again, it, it comes down to culture. Right. So young marriages, people with children, busy times start to pull us in different directions. Mm -hmm. Right. But as long as you can tie yourself and anchor yourself into a shared vision and, and know what culture that you're trying to establish and that both husband, wife and children are mm -hmm. following that direction, you'll never falter. You know, it says he without vision is destined for destruction. Right. Like we mm -hmm. have to maintain this. So never look for the ease because yeah. comforts lead to, to failures, right? Stay sharp and proactive and remember times to spend time together, right? And all the busyness, make sure you spend that time together and keep up with that correspondence on where we're going, where we're heading. We have Tristan and Jackson Bredehoft in episode 32. I guess just like a, a personal piece of advice that I like to give people is the sooner you start taking accountability for things you do, the better off you're going to be. Cause like, if you mess up, just admit it and move on from it. I've tried to be doing that more and I know I can do it more, but I think it just helps your mindset overall better to just say, you know what, that's on me. That's my bad. And then you can just move on. Yeah. Great question. I would probably say be present with what you're doing as a business owner. It's easy to get sidetracked with the business and not live your life with your partner or your family and just dividing your time and, and focusing on what's right in front of you at the moment and living in that moment. That's probably be something I'd give. We have Pat Bush in episode 34. Make time to do what you want to do. Um, even with kids, especially do it before you have kids, just go do experience things, get out of the house get out of the nine to five rut that you're stuck in, change things up, get out of the house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's so important to, to stress that not everything costs money to go do. If you want to go see a hockey game, go see a hockey game. It doesn't have to be for professional hockey. Spend five bucks, go do something cheap, go to the bowling alley, just get out of the house. I got stuck in such a rut working the off shift, just coming home and watching TV and just not doing anything. And then we had kids and that made it even harder. And now it's every chance I get, I just want to be out of the house. Like I'm so tired of sitting in front of the TV. We have Tina and Andrew Benkowski in episode 37. Advice just from family. Have some kids. They're fun. I mean, it's, 
it's definitely crazy how fast three years has gone by with Remy and it's just just take enjoy your family time it's it's just crazy how fast everything goes by and I don't have a supportive wife that's a big thing it's <laughs> about finding a final wife yeah can let you do all your hobbies. <laughs> I'll ditto Andrew. I think when we got married, we didn't really have intentions to have kids as soon as we did, but they are by far like the best blessings we could have ever imagined. So don't hold out on having a family or adding more to your family. It's it's a lot. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but it's like the best years of our lives so far. So yeah, have right. the kids. We have Pat Gilbert and Rob Harrison in episode 44. Yeah, I just think, you know, Connor's right, it's where your heart is. And we have clients that have uh, very charitable wishes in their lives and they leave money to charities while alive or they give it to them when they pass away. But the biggest thing is don't make money your idol. Being rich doesn't necessarily mean you have a big bank account. It means you're rich in life. You have the, your priorities straight of family and friends and faith and you don't need millions of dollars to do that. So just have your priorities right on that and don't be saving for dollars sake. Be saving for what you believe you're going to do in retirement and be just a good steward of, of all that that's been given to you. Yeah. Yep. Have a plan, you know, and save in those plans because over time you got to take care of yourself. You got to take yep. care of your family and, and, and you have to take care of then at the end, if there's money left over, you can touch as many people and help them. But for and foremost, you have to have a plan. You have to take care of you and your family. And Kyle McGann again in episode 45. I am going to say now, I think the last time I was on, I said budget. That's so lame. It's true, but it's so <laughs> lame. And so that's, I'm not going to say budget again, though I do believe in a budget. But I would say prioritize family time. It's in my role specifically, in anybody's role, but in my job specifically, I could be working 24 seven, my phone texting, calling all the time. And so me prioritizing, putting it away and focusing on my family is so valuable. And something that I've told Kara since the day that I stepped into sales was if I get in too deep, you need to pull me out sort of yeah. thing, because you don't want the days to go by and the years to go by. And you look back and you said, oh dear, I missed all of those things with my kids or yeah. my wife. And that's the biggest thing for me is just realizing that I could make five bucks an hour and just have some land and be happy as a clam. So just realizing that like family comes first is, is yeah. really the biggest. It's just so cool to go back and listen to all of these great episodes for me to, to see the progression and some of the audio quality as well. I'm sure you notice the difference, which is really cool for me just because this podcast just continues to progress each and every episode and the things that I learned to do that will help make this more entertaining and, and give you more great information to take with you on your financial journey. So of course, we're not stopping. We're going to be heading forward into the new year. So be ready because we have some great guests lined up for 2024 and I cannot wait for you guys to listen in on those episodes. Before we go, please be sure to like and subscribe so that way you get these notifications each time I post a new episode, which is typically every week. And with that, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Wealthy Homes Podcast. Be sure to click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. 
The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Connor Bowsman or Preferred Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of Connor Bowsman or other qualified financial advisors with any questions you may have regarding this episode. Connor Bowserman is a licensed financial advisor and any of the investment advisory services offered are through Harbor Investments, member SPIC. Products and services provided are not NCUA insured, have no credit union guarantee, and may lose value. Consumers Professional Credit Union and Marshall Community Credit Union and Harbor Investments are separate and independent companies, and credit unions are not providing security services.